what we're doing is we're going to begin a chapter two. I will, uh, um, and what this is, this is probably the greatest unpacking of salvation and what the mystery of salvation, mystery of Christ, mystery of his will, the things that have been in God, hidden from the ages, but now being, have been revealed to us in the, through the apostles when we have the writing. And it's not something that you can mentally grab hold of, although you want to actively use your mind. It's, it's something that our heart receives and we let the light start to shine and we start to accept truths that we cannot perform, we cannot produce them, we cannot prove them. One, one, one good definition for faith is it's accepted, accepting revelation. Things that are, that what we're about to read are just beyond anything. In chapter one, we came back into this building two years ago after, in the midst of the pandemic, and the Lord said, you're coming in for discipleship. And we, we said to one another and to the man, in Christ, that's where we live. We do not live outside of Christ. So we're not going to begin outside trying to get in. We accept that we're inside Christ. And then we went on to say, we accept that we were made alive with Christ, raised with Christ, and seated with Christ in heavenly places. Now that is so beyond the life that I would live in the soul or feel in my flesh or experience in my life. So I have to make choices to choose to receive, to accept, to practice, to meditate, to worship. That's how I approach the scriptures. I, I approach them now. They're, they're my prayer book. And I accept them to the Father. In, and when I can't do them, which I can't do any of them, I just acknowledge that I can't do any of it, but Jesus, God the Father, with his Son, has accomplished all of it. And I want to receive Jesus in the midst of me. And I want to come into him and let his word abide in me. And we just, we grow. And, and it starts to settle the circumstances of life, the agitation of my soul, the fearfulness of my life. It begins to place... Uh, a communion, a union. So in uh, Ephesians, it ends chapter 1 by saying, which is his body? He put him to be head over the, all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. That's who we are, the living church on the, on the planet. Just, I, read, I read the Bible, and I'd look at the Bible, and then I'd look at us. I'd look at the Bible, and I'd look at us, and I'd go, I don't, I don't see it. There's a big chasm between. It's almost like Abraham's bosom and hell. I don't know how we're going to get up there. But, but over time, and especially since I accept the truth of the Scripture, I just now have declared and beginning to see it. I see us change. I see us whole. I see us free. I see us in love. I see us complete. I see us walking in place. I, see, we, I just see it. It's all because of Jesus. Not because we all of a sudden finally did it. So here is Ephesians 2, the most radical. And I pray we will accept the first three verses. Because if we can, then we can go on from the next verses. It says, and you he made alive. Now, if you have a Bible and you know, on your phone or in, in all the versions, except if it's a paraphrase, you will find that the words he made alive is in italics. Italics in, the, in, in reading your scripture means that it was inserted by the translators 
to help bring what they felt was context to the bigger picture. So it wasn't a Greek word here. It was just, but it really didn't need to be here. I don't know if sometimes we're too timid toward the way we let God talk to us, but literally, if you took that word out, it says, and you, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Sons of disobedience, sons of light. Two kinds of people on the planet, out of every tribe, tongue, and people, and nation. Who works now, the spirit. Among whom also you all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Who would be willing to admit that at, before Christ, there was a time in life that you ran in this club? I sure did. I mean, I was, and you can be the most religious and still run. But any case, this is where God found us. This is where he called us out of. This is what we were born into. And, but God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love, which he loved us. Now, that we have to accept. I accept his mercy, his rich, and his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses. Now, this, if you'll permit me to present this to you, and you'll go and take your own time to study and see it in truth. This is exactly what I'm telling you. We were dead in trespasses. I was born dead in my trespasses. Did, did anybody ever have teach you how to sin? Anybody teach you to be stubborn, willful, opinionated? This just it comes naturally. So we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive. And then here's just that word, together. It means reanimated in union. When Jesus was made alive, when God the Father said, you are my son, today I've begotten you. Sin has been dealt with. Judgment has been judged. Condemnation has been exhausted. And the curse is over. He said, you're my son. Today I've begotten you. Even though I was not even born at that time, all humanity was made alive together with him. Now we have to accept. We have to believe. But once we believe, we have to accept that this is what happened. And so there's not a question of like, Okay, you're made alive when you made the decision. No, you were made alive when the Father said to the Son, you're alive. Because now life is in the Son. Now it's in the Son. He who has the Son has life. It, it, in the Son. And it's so freeing because if I'm in Christ, then it's not about what I'm doing. It's about what was done through him to him. And now he's doing for me. And I'm learning to live in agreement and accepting the testimony that God has for concerning the son that he who has a son has life. So it's like, you could see how this like priestly ministry is. Well, I have to learn to accept the sacrifice that was given. I have to learn to accept the victory that was brought. I have to learn and, and practice and, and worship. But it's not, it doesn't stop there. Even when you were dead in trespasses, made alive together, made alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised up together. There's the word, same thing, together. So when Jesus came out of the grave, when he came out of and his resurrection, 
We were resurrected. Now, we don't see that yet, but it is very much a part of the early church, the, the moving toward the resurrection of the dead. And made to sit together in the heavenly places. And then here's the key, inside Christ Jesus. So now that I believe in Jesus, here is where I am in Jesus. I have been made alive in Jesus, with Jesus. I was, made, I was raised with Jesus, and I'm now seated with Christ in heavenly places. Once that truth, revelation, is accepted, we can begin to say, well, Lord, I, I'm, I accept that's true, but I have not a clue what to do. But I will accept and I thank you for having this been accomplished, and I want to see what's the purpose, and where are you taking me with this, and why are you doing this? And, and, and thank God Paul didn't stop right there. He just said, that in the ages, or so that in the ages, the, the ages to come, the, the, the aeons and time coming, never yet to be there to come, he's going to show the exceeding riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Wow. See, for a lot, first parts of my life, I wanted the Bible to work in this life and had success in some ways and had frustration in others. And then when it didn't happen, my hope would defer and my heart would get sick. And I started to lose why, I don't know where to go from here not knowing or not willing to accept that the scripture does not need to prove itself to be alive inside of me. And I can experience it if I'll accept it. So, so right now, you would say, I say all the time, Lord, I thank you that I'm alive in you. I was raised with you. I'm seated with you. So that in the ages to come and in today's time, you could show off how rich you are in the massiveness of grace that we read in all of Ephesians 1 by being kind and helpful to me and showing off how, how much a part of my life you are. I receive your grace. See, one of the first things in abundant Christian living is abundant grace. And abundant grace is the means to which God advances the salvation in his son in our lives and around those who love. And so we just start to receive it. Which, can we do that? To, I feel like, can we do that together for a sec? Yeah, so just hold the hands up, posture of receiving. So, Lord, we just acknowledge, I acknowledge, I, I was a chief sinner. I mean, I was disobedient in every way possible and following all the lust. But you and your mercy and your great love with us, when you, we, me, dead in my trespasses, you made me alive together with Christ. So on the day I heard of Christ, there was not a place made for me. The place was already been made for me. I just stepped into the place that was mine in Christ by acknowledging the Messiah and his salvation and saying his name and believing in my heart. So we receive that we are alive. We are alive with Christ. We are alive with Christ. See, the word of God is most powerful when you speak into the opposite world that you're feeling, experiencing, or looking at. I was made alive with Jesus Christ. I am made alive with Jesus Christ. And I was raised with Christ. I was raised. When he came out of the grave, I came out of the grave. Never to be held by death again. And praise you. I praise you. This is what was mine, given to me with Christ. 
Resurrection life. Resurrection life. Resurrection life. And I was not only raised, but I was seated with Christ in the heavenly places inside Christ. I don't understand that, but I live from heaven, not from earth. My identity, my citizenship is in heaven. I might have a U.S. passport, but I have a heavenly citizenship. Whoa, praise you. Now just say something with your own words to accept those words. Lord, I receive, I receive, I receive. Uh, you are the way, the truth, and life. I'm alive with you, raised with you, seated with you, so that in the ages to come, you can show how rich is the riches of your grace and kindness toward us. Whoa. Now you might say, well, how's that going to help me with my day? Well, let it take over your day. We let God, we let truth invade the lie. We let truth dictate how the circumstances will go. We don't look at the circumstances, say the word, see if the circumstances change. That's not faith. Faith is looking to the truth, receiving the truth, accepting the truth, and enjoying the truth, whether you see it or not. We walk by faith, not by sight. So it pauses. This is why the priestly ministry of the believer has to be kind of practiced. This is why men, we're getting together this Saturday. Please come, 8, 8 o'clock to 9.30, to the inheritance, to practice the practice of prayer. Hour a day of prayer for five days a week and meeting once a week, once, one Saturday a month. Because this stuff is crazy. I mean, seriously. This book, seriously. Here I am, I'm alive, and I'm raised from the dead, and I'm seated with God and Christ in heavenly places, and God's going to show off how rich his grace is through his kindness toward us. You go, it didn't change anything where I'm, but you say it long enough, you meditate on it, you begin to experience it in moments where the Spirit of God says, yeah, that's absolutely right. That is absolutely right. That is absolutely right. Because I'm bearing witness to the revelation of Jesus Christ for which I've been sent is to make known the riches of Christ to you. And then you go, whoa. And you get it one time, it's enough to try it a second time. You get it a second time, it's enough to try it a third time. You have those connections. I mean, I'm not talking about your, you know, 5G network. I'm talking about heavenly communication of truth by the spirit of truth and the power of God and the miracles that are inside of me come alive. And you learn, well, you don't just try to make it happen because you don't need to make it happen because if you try to make it happen, you're the seven sons of Sceva trying, practicing what you don't have. So you just go, oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And the whole, whole countenance changes. My disposition changes. I have joy that starts flooding, peace that starts covering, anticipation. I'll stand before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm just receiving you in this place of, your, of our oneness, and I receive your health that you received at the resurrection when your body was made new. The same spirit that raised Jesus from dead, I just let him go. Touch my corpuscles, touch my cells, touch my organs, touch my mind, touch my emotion. I receive deliverance 
that is not restricted to circumstantial freedom. I receive deliverance in the midst of whatever circumstantial problem I'm in. I receive your joy. I receive your peace. I receive your hope. I receive your words is true. This is what Scripture says we can do. This is the charge we're given, but it's not practiced because we, you know, it's, I don't know why. But, it, but it, it, it works. We don't stop. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Not, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. That verse works for anything you have to face today. For by grace you've been saved through faith, that not of yourselves. For by grace I'll get this contract through faith and not, my, not of myself, it's the gift of God. Through grace, by grace, I'll come out of this dilemma on top. By, through faith, and that not of myself, it's a gift of God. By grace, I will overwhelm and overcome whatever situation's in, not by might, not by power, but by this. You just let it come on. The plant. First, you fall down. Whatever made you fall, you say, Lord Jesus, I now receive your grace to overwhelm that and bring me through where I'm supposed to be, and by grace, I'll be saved through faith, that not of myself. And name it. Sometimes if I'm surfing and I, get, I go for a wave, I fall, fail, the more I'm humiliated, first thing I say is humiliation brings humility. Humility brings grace. I receive the new grace for this moment. Then if I see something thinking, oh, I, want to, I hope I can get there, get there on time and meet the wave, I'll say, by grace, <laughs> I will catch this wave through faith. And that not of myself, it's a gift of God. It, 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 any, anything, it's everything. Grace is, we were designed in creation before the fall and now more so in the resurrection the life to be dependent on grace. To just constantly be going, wow, this, whatever's going to happen, it'll happen because of grace. And it's going to happen through the power of grace. And it's not of myself. Doesn't, I, don't, I don't carry it. The faith, the faith was given to me. It's a gift of God. And it's not of works. I don't earn it. It's lest anyone should boast. So none of us will say, well, you know, we, we worked harder than most people. Yeah. You'll do that until you can't work. Then one day you'll look up and say, God, I am so sorry for all that pride. Who am I to think I could do anything? I'm so sorry. You are sufficient. You are my sufficiency. Nothing will change in life until you want it changed. Until you want it changed, you'll leave it as it is. If it's to humble me, then I'll be abased until I am humbled. Then you'll lift me up and change the circumstance. So I'm not fighting where I'm at. I'm finding you where I'm at. I need you. I honor you. I'm sorry, but I need you. I need you. Come, 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 please. Meet me. Tell me. And you just, this connection, it's a union. It's a oneness. Now, I'm, I'm super left-brained. I'm not somebody that just is spiritually ethereal. I'm German. I mean, I like want to make lines and formulas. So this is, a, this, is, this is the practice of kind of sitting inside the presence with the word, let the word say who Jesus is, accepting the word as truth, and then allowing it to bring me to an encounter with Jesus, using my imagination of my heart, and letting God affect me without demanding he change circumstances to limit his working. And it just, it grows. So I'm going to close with this. 
For by grace you've been saved, not of works as anyone should boast. Verse 10, jump ahead. For we are his workmanship. Now watch. We are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus. Father God set us as, as a work of art, of purpose, of inheritance, of intentionality. And we were created in Christ Jesus upon his resurrection, upon his being made alive, raised, and seated. We were worked. We were made a workmanship into this place for good works. We have, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I want to release an anointing on everyone. I want to, I can't anoint anyone. I want to release, uh, ask God to give the revelation of this truth. All that God is looking for is a people to believe in his son. Everything else will take care of itself. Once you see the son, you'll begin to proclaim the son where you are. And where you are will get the benefit of who you've discovered the son to be. And the good work will follow. There's nothing more to be done to change the course of more eternity breaking into the earth, except accepting the greater revelation of Jesus and then saying, Lord, I'd just like, it to, I'd like you to flow into where I'm living because I can't do anything to get out of where I'm living, and nor do I even care to get out of where I'm living. I want to, if I've got a bad situation, I want to have greater forgiveness, greater love, greater joy, greater peace. I want to rise above, not try to disrupt place. And you go, you just become powerful, powerful, powerful. People are going to need believers who carry the presence of God and the authority of the kingdom by righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And you say, here you go. Have some. That's why the miracles are inside of you. That's why the Spirit's inside of us. That's why it's just here. Let's stand together. We're running out of time. Boy, I love you guys. We'll keep going. It takes down. So I don't know anything more radical than the Bible anymore. I mean, I don't know anything more radical. Once I accepted the whole thing and I said it's true, and whatever I read, I will meditate into. I will acknowledge my inability to perform, but I will not acknowledge that you're not able to perform it. I will declare you're able to perform what you promise, and I'll worship you in your promise. My world changed forever, and it affects everything that concerns me. My money, my health, my children, everything. It affects everything. There's not a it's not an escape from reality. It's overwhelm reality with truth. Oh, Jesus. Lord, I pray today, Father, that the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, the full discernment and knowing you would come to each of us. That the eyes of our understanding, our deep thought, what we would ponder of truth, would be enlightened. Our truth seers, our heart, eyes of our heart, our deep thought, understanding that would come alive. All that is over, clouding over, all the veils, they would start dissipating and disappearing as we turn to Jesus. Would you, Holy Spirit, today, 
make known that we are alive with Jesus Christ. We are alive. Say it, I am alive. I am alive with Jesus. I've been raised with Jesus. I've been raised with Jesus. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. That in the ages to come, my God will show his riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. I am saved by grace through faith, that not of myself. It is the gift of God, not of works. I will not boast. I am God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. I am God's workmanship created in Christ for good works which God foreordained that I would walk in them. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you. Praise you. Just worship for a moment. Closing, please. Yes, 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 yes. Lord, we just received this work of grace. Now we go on. Lord, as you raise a priestly ministry in our house, the house of prayer for all nations, would you grant us access into the realms that are ours and discovery of truth in your scripture and agreement with you and the extraordinary things you're doing in the earth today? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen.